one of the uh, people that uh, would have watched the Matildas with a lot of interest the other night, a former Matildas skipper and our co-chief executive of the PFA. Kate Gill, thanks for joining us here on SEN. Pleasure. Thanks for having me. Sam Kerr's goal the other night. How would you ruled it? That's the big talking point after he won your loss to Sweden. Yeah, I'm still trying to find the infringement myself. No matter how many times I kind of rewind it and look at it, I still can't really see what the referees saw in that moment. Yeah, but you get that, don't you? You've played enough football to digest. Uh, some go your way and others, for whatever reason, as confusing as they are, don't, which was the case the other night. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, you could you could say the same for Sweden, who were um, on the front foot in the first kind of 20 minutes hitting the bar on numerous occasions. So, as you said, that's football. Let me tell you, I've really enjoyed the uh, women's football, not only in the Olympics, but in recent times. No doubt it's become a bit more high profile as we look ahead to the 2023 World Cup that will be staged here in Australia. But some of the quality of the football that's being played is of the high order, isn't it? Yeah, it sure is. It's been really brilliant to watch the game kind of transform over the years, especially since I stopped playing. It's much faster and much more technical. I think I definitely struggle to to keep up or or hold form or even a position in the current Matilda squad at the moment. Why do you think that's the case, Kate? Because there's been a bit more investment uh, in relation to coaching expertise and other aspects now going into women's football here in Australia? Yeah, there's definitely one component of it. I think the other is the professionalism of the game itself and the resources that are being put behind the women's game and the ability for the players to then dedicate themselves to the profession and not having to worry about off-field employment just to be able to keep things afloat. Well, you played for the Matildas uh, for over a decade and nearly notched up almost 100 appearances. I think it was, may have been around about 86 or so, close to that. So, Kate, you know about the Matildas heritage. What do you think the World Cup, before we talk about the chances of the Matildas this afternoon, what do you think the World Cup will mean in a couple of years' time for women's football, not only in Australia but globally? Yeah, it's, it's a huge tournament to have in your backyard and, I mean, such prestige sits alongside it and to be able to, to bring such kind of global superstars into Australia will be massive and the legacy that will leave for young players aspiring to follow in those players' footsteps um, will be fantastic. You played in Sweden uh, for a number of seasons. Uh, Swedish football, uh, when it comes to women, is of the, of the highest order. Are they ranked number one? in the world at the moment, Sweden. Uh, I know USA had gone through this impeccable run where they hadn't lost, I think, in about 44 matches. But are Sweden number one now or the USA number one? No, the, the USA still remain on their World Cup form. So it's, it's a bit of a point-scoring system. But Sweden will definitely um, step up the ladder after the performance off the back of this Olympics. Have you been surprised by uh, the USA's performance, the fact that they're not in there in the, in the gold medal playoff? Yeah, it has been. They've been so subdued on the field. It's been interesting to watch and, and see that unfold. I know that they'll be out for redemption tonight, obviously not having a successful tournament to the standards that they would like to see. But I think it's the unfortunate nature of being on top for so long. Those other teams are playing catch-up and they're playing catch-up quickly. I know there's some concerns regarding Sam Kerr and fatigue heading into the game against Sweden. She played the full 90 minutes. They've been taxing conditions, very warm, very humid just uh, from afar, do you feel that the Matilda's girls are starting to, to feel um, the stretch of playing so many games over a short period of time? 
Yeah, most definitely. I think the heat has been huge in this Olympics. And as you can see, the players really tiring on both sides towards the end of that match between Sweden and the Matildas. So it's going to be tough for them to back that up. Um, I did hear that the final itself between Canada and Sweden has been moved to a more convenient time or a more athlete-friendly time. So um, it'll be interesting to see what that plays into the how it plays with the players and, and what the result is of that game off the back of that as well. A bit of a... Uh... Big loss is Ellie Carpenter, of course, got a yellow, a red card, I should say, in the final few seconds for a professional foul in that dying stages of that game against Sweden. So she won't play in the game this evening. That's a big blow, isn't it? Yeah, it's massive. Ellie's been one of the, one of the standout players of this tournament. I mean, it was unfortunate. She knew what she was doing. It was a clinical foul in the end and probably one out of a bit of frustration and a bit of fatigue as well. And I'm thinking if she had that moment all over again, she probably wouldn't have made that decision. When it comes to a bronze medal match, what sort of football match do you think we're likely to see uh, with Matildas taking on uh, Team USA later this afternoon, Perth time? Is it going to be goals? Will you think it'll be an open match? Or do you think both will be quite conservative, hoping that uh, they do at least get something out of these Olympic Games? No, I think both both teams will go at it. I think they'll both want to be chasing that result. And as I said, the US probably feel like they haven't performed in this tournament, so they can have one final game to be able to do that. And, of course, the, the Matildas have been fantastic across this competition, so I think that they'll be looking to obviously stamp their mark to the world and, and also on this competition as well. And what will the Matildas need to do to maybe beat uh, the USA this afternoon and secure first-ever medal at an Olympic Games, albeit being a bronze? It seems pretty cliche, but I think we really do need to take our chances. Our build-up play has been great. I think it's just the decision-making from the final pass and then also just keeping possession in the final third there. Um, the USA, when they attack, they go fast, so we're going to have to be alert defensively as well. And you must be proud as a former Matildas player on uh, where the Matildas have gone in, in recent times and the fact that uh, just the other night, millions around Australia actually sat and watched women's football and an Australian team. It's come on in leaps and bounds, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. It is fantastic to sit back and be able to watch that and know that you played a small part in it. And I think it's just fantastic to see Australia start to embrace the game, the women's game and the team for what they really are. I mean, they're such authentic leaders in the way that they go about their business and such great role, role models. And it's such a fantastic sport for, for young individuals to want to get involved with. And now that you can turn that into a professional career as a female, it is just fantastic. Good on you, Kate. Well, you've certainly been part of that, the heritage of uh, women's football here in Australia. An outstanding player in your time. As I mentioned, I think 86 appearances, 86 caps for the Matildas, a captain. And how are you finding being the, the co-chief executive of the PFA? Yeah, it's, it's fantastic. It's such a great organisation to be involved with. And um, I'm very fortunate that I get to share that responsibility. I mean, it can be a bit of a burden to carry yourself, but when you have such great staff and such great people around you, it, it makes my job such a blessing and, and such an important part of what I do. Mm, good on you, Kate. Well, thanks for joining us and, and spending a few moments with us here on SEN. No, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me.